Shalom and welcome back to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions together with all the other parts of Scripture as well. Today we have Sunday the 16th of April or the 25th of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. And this week we have two portions of Torah. We have, um, or two parashas. We have Tatsriya, that means she will conceive, and Metzorah, which means leper. And the actual scripture reading is from Leviticus or Vayikra, chapter 12, verse 1 through chapter 13 and verse 23. Before we start reading the scripture, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days, as in the days of her Nidah she shall be unclean. In the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall continue in the blood of purification thirty-three days. She shall not touch any holy thing, nor come into the sanctuary, until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her nidah, and she shall continue in the blood of purification sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are completed for a son or for a daughter, She shall bring to the Kohen at the door of the tent of meeting a year-old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her. Then she shall be cleansed from the fountain of her blood. This is the Torah for her who bears, whether a male or a female. If she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the Kohen shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling or a scab or a bright spot, and it becomes in the skin of his body the plague of Tsarat, then he shall be brought to Aharon, the Kohen, or to one of his sons, the Kohanim. The Kohen shall examine the plague in the skin of the body. And if the hair in the plague has turned white, and the appearance of the plague is deeper than the skin of the body, it's the plague of Tsarat. So the Kohen shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot is white in the skin of his body 
and its appearance is not deeper than the skin, and its hair has not turned white, then the Kohen shall isolate the infected person for seven days. The Kohen shall examine him on the seventh day. Behold, if in his eyes the plague is arrested and the plague has not spread in the skin, then the Kohen shall isolate him for seven more days. The Kohen shall examine him again on the seventh day. Behold, if the plague has faded and the plague has not spread in the skin, then the Kohen shall pronounce him clean. It is a scab. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spreads on the skin after he has shown himself to the Kohen for his cleansing, he shall show himself to the Kohen again. And the Kohen shall examine him, and behold, if the scab has spread on the skin, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is Tsarat. When the plague of Tsarat is in a, way, in a man, then he shall be brought to the Kohen, and the Kohen shall examine him. Behold, if there is a white swelling in the skin, and it has turned the hair white, and there is raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic tsarat in the skin of his body, and the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not isolate him, for he is already unclean. If the tsarat breaks out over all the skin, and the tsarat covers all the skin of the infected person from his head even to his feet, as far as it appears to the Kohen, then the Kohen shall examine him. Behold, if the Tsarat has covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean of the plague. It has all turned white. He is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears in him, he shall be unclean. And the Kohen shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him unclean. The raw flesh is unclean. It is Tsarat. Or if the raw flesh turns again and it changed to white, then he shall come to the Kohen, and the Kohen shall examine him. Behold, if the plague has turned white, then the Kohen shall pronounce him clean of the plague. He is clean. When the body has a boil on its skin, and it has healed, and in the place of the boil there is a white swelling, or a bright spot, reddish white, then it shall be shown to the Kohen, and the Kohen shall examine it, Behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin, and its hair has turned white, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of Tsarat. It has broken out in the boil. But if the Kohen examines it, and behold, there are no white hairs in it, and it is not deeper than the skin, but is dim, then the Kohen shall isolate him seven days. If it spreads in the skin, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague. But if the bright spot stays in its place and has not spread, it is the scar from the boil, and the Kohen shall pronounce him clean. That was Leviticus 12, 1 through 13, 23. Now we have our portion of scripture from the prophets. And we are reading in the prophet Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, and today it's chapter 44. 
Yet listen now, Yaakov my servant, and Israel whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says, who made you, and formed you from the womb, who will help you. Do not be afraid, Yaakov my servant, and you, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty, and streams on the dry ground. I will pour my ruach on your descendants, and my blessing on your offspring. And they will spring up among the grass, like willows by streams of water. One will say, I belong to the Lord. And another will be called by the name of Yaakov. And another will write uh, with his hand to the Lord and honor the name of Israel. This is what the Lord says, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord Svaot. I am the first and I am the last, and besides me there is no God. Who is like me? Let him call and declare it. Let him and set it in order for me, since I established the ancient people. Let them declare the things that are coming and that will happen. Do not fear, neither be afraid. Have I not declared it to you long ago and shown it? You are my witnesses. Is there a God besides me? Indeed, there is not. I do not know any other rock. Everyone who makes a carved image is vain. The things that they delight in will not profit. Their own witnesses do not see, nor know, that they may be disappointed. Who has fashioned a god or molds an image that is profitable for nothing? Behold, all his fellows will be disappointed, and the workmen are mere men. Let them all be gathered together. Let them stand up. They will fear. They will be put to shame together. The blacksmith takes an axe, works in the coals, fashions it with hammers, and works it with his strong arm. He is hungry, and his strength strength fails. He drinks no water and is faint. The carpenter stretches out a line. He marks it out with a pencil. He shapes it with planes. He marks it out with compasses. He shapes it like the figure of a man, with the beauty of a man, to reside in a house. He cuts down cedars for himself and takes the cypress and the oak, and strengthens for himself one among the trees of the forest. He plants a cypress tree, and the rain nourishes it. Then it will be for a man to burn, and he takes some of it and warms himself. Yes, he burns it and bakes bread. Yes, he makes a god and worships it. He makes it a carved image and falls down to it. He burns part of it in the fire. With part of it he eats meat. He roasts a roast and is satisfied. Yes, he warms himself and says, Aha, I am warm. I have seen the fire. The rest of it he makes into a god, even his engraved image. He bows down to it and worships and prays to it and says, Deliver me, for you are my god. They do not know, neither do they consider, for he has shut their eyes that they cannot see, 
and their hearts that they cannot understand. No one thinks, neither is there knowledge nor understanding to say, I have burned part of it in the fire. Yes, I have also baked bread on its coals. I have roasted meat and eaten it. Shall I make the rest of it into an abomination? Shall I bow down to a tree trunk? He feeds on ashes. A deceived heart has turned him aside, and he cannot deliver his soul. Not say, is there not a lie in my right hand? Remember these things, O Yaakov, and Israel, for you are my servant. I have formed you, you are my servant. Israel, you will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out as a thick cloud your transgressions, and as a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, you heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, you lower parts of the earth. Break into singing, you mountains, O forest, all of your trees. For the Lord has redeemed Yaakov and will glorify himself in Israel. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, and he who formed you from the womb, says, I am the Lord who makes all things, who alone stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself who frustrates the signs of the liars and makes diviners mad, who turns wise men backward and makes their knowledge foolish, who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem, she will be inhabited, and of the cities of Judah, they will be built, and I will raise up its waste places, who says to the deep, be dry, and I will dry up your rivers. Who says of Cyprus, he is my shepherd, and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying of Jerusalem, she will be built, and of the temple, your foundation will be laid. That was Isaiah chapter 44. Now, in our portion of the writings, we have come to Job, or Job, chapter 2. Again, on the day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, the Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to the Satan, Where have you come from? The Satan answered the Lord and said, From going back and forth in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said to the Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him in the earth, a blameless and an upright man, one who fears God and turns away from evil. He still maintains his integrity, although you incited me against him to ruin him with without cause. The Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yes, all that a man has he will give for his life. But stretch out your hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will renounce you to your face. And the Lord said to the Satan, Behold, he is in your hand, only spare his life. 
So the Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Yov with painful sores from the sole of his foot to his head. He took for himself a potsherd to scrape himself with, and he sat among the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still maintain your integrity? Renounce God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this, Jove did not sin with his lips. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that had come on him, they each came from his own place. Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Sophar the Naamanite. And they made an appointment together to come to sympathize with him and to comfort him. When they lifted up their eyes from a distance and did not recognize him, they raised their voices and wept, and they each tore his robe and sprinkled dust on their heads toward heaven. Then they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. After this, Jov opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. That was Jov chapter 2. Our final portion from the Apostolic Writings will be from James or Yaakov in Hebrew, and we will read chapter 4. Where do wars and disputes among you come from? Do they not come from your pleasures that war in your members? Your lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and make war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the Ruach who lives in us yearns jealously? But he gives more grace, therefore it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak evil against each other, brothers. He who speaks against a brother and judges his brother speaks against the Torah and judges the Torah. But if you judge the Torah, you are not a doer of the Torah, but a judge. Only one is the lawgiver, 
who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge one another? Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, let us go into the city and spend a year there, trade and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow, for what is your life? For you are a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. For you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will both live and do this or that. But now you glory in your boasting. All such boasting is evil. To him, therefore, who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is a sin. That was James chapter 4. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read the Gospel of Matthew chapter 4 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you have gotten wisdom and encouragement from the Word of God that you've listened to today. And I pray shalom over you from Israel. Until next time.